0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: What a matchup we have here to start the seventh inning. Powerful southpaw, Cy Nielsen, against Billy Cook, the WCC home run leader, who's three for three today with three home runs. Solo shot in the first, two run job in the third, two run jack in the fifth. He's got leave the park power every time he steps into the box. 1-0 1-0 the count from Psy to Billy Cook. And that's two balls and no strikes. Oh, power versus power here. Billy Cook is driven in every Pepperdine run today. 12-5 to the score. Cougs up. 12 runs, 16 hits for BYU. 5 runs, 10 hits for the Waves. And that's three balls and no strikes. Being careful with Cook here. BYU's 12-run tally is its second-highest run amount of the year. He will be swinging 3-0 here. The high hits number 19. They're at 16 now. Here we go, 3-0. He is swinging, and he is singling to center hey, keep him in the yard. there we go. four for four day for Billy Cook, three home runs and a single here to lead off the seventh. Well'll talk at Slade knows once we get to the seventh inning, I get to trot out my leading after six numbers. Here we go. BYU when leading after six, 16 and two this year. and Pepperdine when trailing after six, two and 19. There you go. runner on, lead runner on here in the top of the seventh, Billy Cook at first with a single. So 13 total bases for Cook in four at-bats today. Brings up Iran Maudlin, the third baseman. Fly out and then a pair of 6-3 ground outs on his day. Now he has a streak of reaching in 17 consecutive. It is in some jeopardy here as we get late. We're in the seventh inning of a 12-5 game. Cook's up seven. The 0-1 to Modlin. And Maudlin hits it in the air to right center. Mitch McIntyre makes the catch in center field. Modlin has done a tremendous job at third base defensively in this series. He's made some tremendous plays. He's retired there on the uh, fly out to center. One out.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've seen a third baseman in the league this year make the plays that he's made just in this weekend. It's unbelievable. The play he made yesterday where he dove to his left, on his knees, gets rid of it in time. I was like, are you kidding me? And then the backhand? You, you turn a backhand double play while I'm on the dive? Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive.
1: No balls, no strikes. One out, one on. Top seven. BYU up seven. Peck, slow grounder. Penny headed toward first. Scoops up the grounder and then scoops to first to Cooper Vest for out number two. So the runner advances on the ground out. Billy Cook goes to second. Peck is retired 4-3. So advancing on the ground out is Cook. He's in scoring position for Justin Lutz. Lutz, two for three day today. A double stranded in the fourth, a single stranded in the fifth. Hits now in the seventh. BYU by seven, 12 to five. Two out, and the man on second is Cook. The big first baseman, Justin Lutz. He and Cook were tied on the roster for home runs with 13 apiece. Yeah, Cook decided to blow him out of the water today. He just had to untie that thing and just, just give himself a three-home run lead today. 16, but the fact you've got two guys with 29 home runs between the two of them, then you look at Pepperdine's ra- record and you just go, you know you know what it comes down to, and it's been the pitching problems that we've seen evidenced here today. Well, and
2: we talked about it a little bit last night. In their 15 games short in season last year, they had a 2-9 Team ERA. Totally flipped around this year. Yeah, and so when you add that to this this type of offense, no wonder why. You know, and then all of a sudden now they have a team mid 6 ERA.
1: So two and oh the count to Lutz by the way. You take last you take the short season pitching and then the power they've got, that's why they were picked to win the league. Exactly. And that's low and away from Cy for three balls and no strikes. Two out here, we're in the top of the seventh and BYU leads it by a score of twelve to five. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem here at Miller Park. We're together for the final time today, as the Cougars play baseball for the final time in 2021. But a lot of this improving team is back next year. We'll talk in the final innings about what the Cougars do have back and the hopes for 2022. As Lutz issues a mighty cut that has him on his knee by the end of it. That's twice now that Lutz is on won a 0 This game, this <laughs> yes. game. So some guys and some teams are auto-take, but the guy and the situation... And we saw a 3-0 swing and a miss. 3-1 with two out, one on. And Lutz takes his... Oh, he thought he yeah. was taking his base! And that's the third Pepperdine batter today who thought he was going to first and ends up either coming back to the batter's box or going to the dugout. It's a call... To, he was halfway to first base. Yeah,
2: that's a good slider <laughs> right there. He thought it was
1: down... Umpires don't love that. It was down, but good enough for Denver Dubriel to be called a second strike. So a full count with two out and the runner on second, Billy Cook. We're in the seventh, and BYU's up 12 to 5. Hooker's looking for the series win. And a check. They appeal no, and that's a base on ball. So the last two pitches with some drama as Lutz thought he was walking, and then. Abe Valdez on the next pitch thought they'd struck him out. Instead, it's a base on balls issue with first base open, and Mike Little will come out to the hill now. Infield, and Valdez, battery mate, will come to the mound. You see a pitching change here?
2: Yeah, it looks like it.
1: We'll take a 60-second break then with two out. A change on the hill as Cy Nielsen's short day is done. We'll have a PZ Printing pitching change next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Time for a PZ Printing pitching change for BYU, brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Reed McLaughlin didn't have to use him last night, so Mike Littlewood's going to go to him here. Chance for some maybe long relief could finish the game in this situation. 12 5, the BYU lead. We're in the top of the seventh inning. Two out and two on as Reed checks in. Yeah, with him not throwing the first two days, we
2: knew that uh, we'd want to extend him today for multiple innings.
1: BYU's busiest pitcher now officially on the year at 25 appearances. There's some nice synchronicity there. 25 appearances in 50. Games played by BYU, so every other game by average saw Reed in the game. 25 appearances and has the team low ERA of 1.91. 3 1 is his record. Did start one game, has six saves to lead BYU. He's pitched 33 innings, almost a strikeout per inning at 30 Ks in 33 innings pitched. He's given up 27 hits in those 33 innings. He's walked to six. As much as anything speaks to who Reed is. Six bases on balls against 30 strikeouts, and batters hitting 225 against him. Reed McLaughlin, who got one out last Saturday as the Cougars took a series in Stockton. We'll need to get a few more outs to help DY get a series win today versus Pepperdine. The first batter he will face is the DH Reese Alexiatis, the batting average leader for the Waves. Is one for two today plus a base on balls. 377 on the year is Alexiadis with runners in scoring position. 357. The 1-0 with two out and two on. And that's lined just foul down the first baseline on the ground. 1-1 one one with two out. That's about five or six inches away from a, a double right there. Could be a basis clearing double the way it is. Runner from first might have come around, depending how deep in the corner and how far Cole had to run. Either way, it will go as a strike. One ball, one strike, and two out. You're in the seventh. BYU a seven-run lead. And a foul tip by alexiadis Back to the backstop.
2: That yeah, will put him away right here, Reed.
1: The royal-clad clue, Cougs, the gray-clad Waves today. One ball, two strikes, and two out with McLaughlin on the hill. After a PZ printing pitching change, Cook at second, Loots at first, Alexiatis in the box. McLaughlin glances back at second, mm. and that's going to be a four-hole single. Cook's going to round third. Here comes the throw. Throw comes Let home. Let go, Cook. Cut off by Cooper Vest, and Cook will score putting runners at first and second and a run across to make it 12-6 to six here in the top of the seventh and still two out. The RBI single from Reese Alexiades. Second hit on the day. Second hit in as many at-bats for Alexiades.
2: Well, and that's why he's so good because he will just, outside fastball with two strikes, he'll yeah, just put in the ball, ball and play in the four hole and get myself a single
1: and an RBI. So first and second, two gone top seven. Seven run lead down to Six. Ryan Johnson. The right fielder began the game as the catcher. Steps in as a right-handed hitter against the righty thrower, Reed McLaughlin. Reed working on the first base side of the rubber. Two runners on. Lutes at second now. Alexiatis at first. Kooks 12 waves six. We're in the seventh. The 0-1 with two gone. Thought about it? Didn't swing on it. it. was called strike anyway, 0-2. So what do you like for a wipeout pitch for Reed? If you wanted well, to go it, to one. It, it,
2: usually it's his fastball. That's what he goes to. Is he's just his dotted fastball in or outside. He does have a slider, but he his fastball is his best pitch.
1: So Reed ahead of Ryan Johnson, 0-2. With two gone top seven. Reed comes set. Kicks and fires, and that swell away for ball one, one and two. Reed kind of throws
2: across his body, the way that he steps and his arm angle, and so he hides the ball real well behind his body, and then the ball just jumps on you.
1: Fourth pitcher for the Cougs today, Reed McLaughlin. The one-two from Reed. The windup and delivery and a swing and a miss. The Cougs are out of the seventh. One run crosses for Pepperdine in the top of the seventh for the Waves. One run on two hits. There were no errors. There are two runners left on. We go bottom seven after the seventh-inning stretch. Brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA pursue what's pure. We go bottom seven. Cougs up six, 12 to 12-6 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Andrew Pintar, multiple hits now, Tuckett, in 11 of his last 14 games, including today, where he's 2-for-3 with two runs and two RBI. Also a base on balls. Pintar got things underway with a two-run shot in the first he hits now, leading off the bottom of the seventh with his team leading by six, 12-6, two balls and a strike. As we come in, Trevor Hinkle on the hill for Pepperdine and Penny in the box, having a nice day. there have been a lot of nice days lately for Penny.
2: Yeah, really, and his conference play this year has been just phenomenal.
1: Andrew Pintar lets ball three pass him by, so three balls and a strike. Lead off batter here in the bottom of the seventh. The number three hitter, Andrew Pintar, is the first hitter in the seventh. That'll be a five-pitch walk for Penny. So Hinkle loses Pintar to lead off the seventh.
2: All nine home runs that Pintar's hit this year, Greg, have been in conference play. How about that? Hmm. I mean, hit them when it counts, right?
1: When it matters in league play. That's the impressive stat right there. Penny's home run in the first inning today was his ninth of the year. One back of leader Cole Gamble. Who's in the batter's box now? Uh Uh-oh. Pickoff attempt at first. Gets away, and Penny will advance to second.
2: Yeah, just a complete overthrow by the pitcher, so that'll be an E1.
1: So we've seen two base runners advance on E1s today. Both pitchers today have one. And both with errant throws to first base. Bryce Robison earlier for BYU. Trevor Hinkle there. So Penny's now in scoring position for Cole Gamble. Cole today one for four with a run. An RBI.
2: Well, the crazy, Foul of the screen for strike one. The crazy thing about our, our offense this week particularly is that uh, Cole Gamble, we scored all these runs <laughs> this week, and he hasn't been really a part of it. He did get the RBI today, but he's been so struggling to finish this homestand. I feel for him because he was so hot for about
1: four weeks. No balls and a strike to Cole Gamble. And he fouls that back for strike two. You think back to a series like Gonzaga in Spokane when like the only thing BYU Go- had going was, was Cole Gamble. Yeah. And then he just kept it going from there, and others joined the party. But this week, when uh, so many guys have been uh, getting hot and torching Pepperdine pitching, he's been the one guy kind of late to the party. He does have the one hit today, but it came after an 0 for 17 rut over the last few games. But rut did not describe Cole for about three weeks. 16-game hit streak, 22-game reached safely streak for Gamble. The 0-2 takes ball one.
2: Well, and coming into this weekend, he was batting close to 280, and I thought, man, if he has a killer weekend the way he had last weekend and the week before and the week before, he possibly could get to 300 this season.
1: Hitting 264 as of the moment. Runners in scoring position, a little lower than that, 250. He's got Pintar at second, and no one out, The 1-2 to Cole. And that's high and outside, It's 70s from Hinkle. Didn't get what he wanted out of that delivery. Two balls and two strikes. No one out. We're in the bottom of the seventh. BYU will lead into the eighth. And the Cooks done a really nice job protecting late leads this year. They rarely lose when trying to close things out. Up 12-6 on the waves here. And that's drilled by Cole Gamble. Solid to center. Cook goes to the wall. Oh. Uh, what? a... It's, over the, it's wall. over the wall. It's, it's a over home the wall. Run. Cook wow. left at the wall. I thought he might have it in his glove. So did I. The way that he came down,
2: I thought he had it. Nicely done, Cole. But over the
1: wall and a home run, a two-run shot for Cole Gamble to straightaway center field. He's coming out of it, clearly. 14-6. to BYU takes the 8-run lead. And that was drilled to straightaway center. The meat of the barrel on the bat. Billy Cook back to the wall, made the jump at the wall. And by the angle, from our vantage point, weren't sure if it was actually in the glove or over the wall. It's actually over the wall. For a two-run shot, the Cougs tie their season high in runs with 14 which they set last night in a 14-5 win. They now lead 14-6 in the seventh inning.
2: Yeah, right where we're at, I thought he caught that. That was a tough, tough angle for us.
1: So Andrew Pintar scores from second on the two-run shot from Cole Gamble. It's another UCCU home run for BYU. And a fifth home run of the day. Mitch McIntyre with two, Penny with one, Watkins with one, and now Gold- Gamble with one. Three knows the count, right? That's a four pitch walk to Austin Deming. So Deming, who followed Gamble into the box, walks on four pitches, and nothing the waves have tried has worked on the hill today. 14 runs on 17 hits. So BYU ties the season high in runs, two off the season high in hits, and 14 to 6 is the lead as we get late here at Miller Park. Joshua Cowden next up. Josh today one for three with a run scored. Strike one delivered from Trevor Hinkle. And Josh Cowden's reached safely streak is ten games now. On deck is pinch hitter Freddy Achikar, a senior on oh, senior day. Grounder back at the middle, handled by Hinkle to the shortstop for One. And the first base for two. Double play with no one out here in the bottom of the seventh. As Cowden grounds into the 1-6-3 DP. Nice reaction from Hinkle there. And it's two out here in the seventh. Go ahead and get a hit right here, Freddie. So on senior day, senior Freddie Atchikar hitting for Cooper Vest. Cooper Vest's day is done at first base. Freddie hits in the bottom of the seventh with two runs crossing for BYU to make it 14-6. to High for ball one. It's been an all-crooked number day for BYU. Three in the first, three in the second, six in the fourth, two in the seventh. For 14 runs. Matching the tally from last night. As Freddie looks at ball two, two and zero oh with two out. We've had some
2: crazy crooked uh, innings this year with two outs. Yeah, I mean that sixth spot was all with two outs. Get through, and hey, Freddie, hey, a senior, day yes. drops a
1: single into right field. Yes. So two out single for Atchikar, the Georgetown transfer. It will bring Abe Valdez to the plate. Back to back seniors hitting for BYU here in the seventh. for Vest, by the way, who was replaced by Freddie Achikar. Went two for three with two RBI. Those two RBIs came on his first triple of the year. He also had a hit by pitch. Productive day for Coop. And then producing is Freddie Achikar in that spot. Hitting in the eighth spot is Abe Valdez, the catcher. Grounded into a double play in the first. A one-three ground out in the third. An RBI single in the fourth. And Singleton was stranded in the sixth. He hits now in the seventh. Two out, the 0-1 to Abe. Cougs up 14-6. And that's inside on Valdez for ball one. One and one with two gone and Freddy Atchikar in first base. Freddy taking his lead as Hinkle delivers. Count and pops up. Lutz looks it into his glove at first base, and the Cougs are out of the seventh inning. But for BYU, in the bottom of the seventh, two runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there was one runner left on base. We go top eight, BYU 14, and Pepperdine 6 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Right, top of the eighth we go. BYU leading it by eight, 14 to six. BYU when leading after seven. 18 and two. The waves when trailing after seven, two and 20. Top of the eighth. And Charles Messino hits the left fielder. One ball, no strikes to Messino. And laces that foul down the third baseline beyond the BYU dugout. Massino making his fifth consecutive start today and swinging it well coming in two today. Eight for 21 in the games leading up to today, but 0 for 3 on the day. 1-3 ground out, fly out to center field, and 6-3 ground out. The 1-1 with no one out to Massino here in the eighth. Grounder to Andrew Pintar, hoovers it up, and over to Freddie at first for one out. Bring up the 9 spot, and the catcher, Joe Caparis. Caperis did not begin the game behind the dish, but ended up there. As head coach Rick Hertensteiner took Johnson from catcher to right field today. Hertensteiner in his 6th season, chopper, handled by Reed, and guns Good it point. to Freddie. That's a, that's a pitcher's throw on the grounder there to retire Caparis at first on the 1-3. It's going to hurt the hand. You don't get that exactly where you want to. Reed just unloaded on that one. <laughs> so Capper is caught at first, and two are gone here in the top of the eighth. Wyatt Young will hit. Leadoff hitter for the Waves, hitting third in this inning. A couple of singles, a couple of ground outs. A 4-3 and a 4-6-3 for Wyatt Young. 4-6-3, DP ended the sixth. Young, a 3.18 hitter on the year. Hitting with the bases empty. Two out, top eight. Cougs up eight. And that's the third single of the day for Wyatt Young. He wants a double, and he'll get that double. He was going to have the double anyways. So that was hit uh, sharply to left center. And he was motoring. Ends up with a two-bagger, so a three for five day for Wyatt Young. Oh, boy. Now we have to face this guy? Billy Cook of the 4-for-4 with three home runs today. And has scored every time he's come to the plate. Scored himself on three home runs and then singled and scored in the seventh. Cook's up eight. That eight-run lead is coming in handy with a guy like Billy Cook in the batter's box right now. That's strike one to Cook. Good slider there, Reed. Reed McLaughlin on the hill. Billy Cook in the box. Solo home run on the first. Two run shot in the third. Two run home run on the fifth. Homer is 14, 15, and 16 on the year. I tell you, Reed wants
2: this challenge though. He wants this out right here. Cook singled in his last
1: at-bat and scored. Chopper to Deming. Handles the grounder. And throws to Freddie. Freddie makes the stretch but gets the out. And Billy Cook is retired for the first time today. And the Cougs are out of the top of the eighth for Pepperdine. In the top of the eighth inning, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. And there was a runner left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. BYU 14, Pepperdine 6 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel.
1: Bottom of the eighth inning here at Miller Park in Provo, Utah. BYU 14, Pepperdine 6 on senior day. What a day it's been for BYU. 14 runs on 18 hits. The 14 runs tied the season high set last night, and the 18 hits are one off the team high. New pitcher for Pepperdine to start the eighth inning. BYU's eighth is Trevor Niskern. Niskern did pitch on Thursday in the Cougars' 6 3 loss to the Waves. Niskern went a third of an inning, did walk a couple. And struck out one for the one out he got in his time on the hill. They brought in Hinkle then to finish off the game, which he did by retiring Mitch McIntyre on a bases loaded strikeout. So bottom eight and Kooks up eight as they look to finish off their WCC campaign at 15-12. and 12. They've already locked down the winning record. Looking for a 15th win and an 11th home win. BYU 10-6 at Miller Park this season. They would also win, the win today, even their daytime record at 13-13. and 13. Pepperdine would fall to 15 and 16 in daytime games Leading off the BYU 8th is the shortstop Brock Watkins Brock today 3 for 3 with 2 runs in an RBI and fouled it off of third-base coach Trent Pratt.
2: Yeah, he's finishing strong. Done a good
1: job of late. Brock with hits in 13 of his last 17 games has reached base in 12 consecutive games to end the regular season. And in this series, it's 5 for 11 with 5 runs scored and 3 RBI. It's from the 8 and the 9 hole primarily. As he check swings back to the screen for two strikes. The 0-2 to Brock Watkins. Top of the order due up next. Mitch McIntyre's on deck. They've only gotten Mitch out one time today. Three for four with the base on balls. And two of his three hits are home runs. He's on deck. Brock Watkins. Solo home run in the second. Base on balls in the third. He was stranded. And singles in the fourth and the sixth. And lifts that in the air to center field. Billy Cook. Back to the track. Just shy of the warning track makes the catch for the first out in the bottom of the eighth inning. Good swing there by Brock. So Billy Cook on the put out. And Billy Cook's been busy out there today. 5 putouts for Cook in center field. And one that we had a question about is Cole Gamble put it just beyond the glove of Cook and over the wall in center field for a home run. Then Cole's last at-bat in the seventh. BYU hits now in the eighth with an eight-run lead. 14-6. to six And one out for Mitch McIntyre. Solo shot in the first. Solo shot in the second. Single in the third. Base on balls in the fourth. And a fly out to left in the sixth. And he takes strike one from Trevor Niskern. BYU season high in runs last night and today. Season high in hits, 19 at San Diego in that wild 13-12 loss. That stays outside on Niskern for ball one. One and one, one out and no one on for BYU in the bottom of the eighth. We're almost at the end here at Miller Park. The you have maybe just three at-bats left, three outs at least. That's why I'm so upset
2: at the conference for making that decision. I mean, especially the way we're playing right now. We knew that this young team needed to play, get the experience, get confident. And they're just starting to do that. I mean, look at the offensive explosions we've had the last three to four weeks. And, you know, pitching solid. We're playing our best baseball of the season right now. And what happens? The season ends. Instead of going to Stockton next week like like we normally would be, the season is over. It's so frustrating.
1: Two-one count, one out to Mitch McIntyre righty v lefty here left-hander McIntyre takes ball three and BYU with a win today presuming they win would have locked down fourth place yep and the top four have gone to Stockton for years and they don't this year thanks to the WCC's decision to cancel this event back in November and this will be a day of considerable drama and accomplishment uh, in any other year And that's a four hole single for Mitch McIntyre as his big day continues. Nicely done. The single to right. And Mitch McIntyre, not only did he put his hit streak to five games to end the regular season, but Mitch ended up today going four for five with a single, a one out single to right. All right, Jelly, you've got one
2: option here, and that is go big fly. Go big fly. Your last at bat ever in baseball and in this uniform. Let it eat here, Danny. He tried
1: twice already. Yeah, he's had he's has two flyouts to center field today on a two for five day with a run and three RBI. Bases loaded double for Jelly back in the fourth. You mentioned his uh, his pedigree, the family pedigree. Well, the the, the, the genetic, genetic roots are still going to run deeply because he he married Josie yeah from the soccer team, formerly Josie Gwynn, who's from an athletic family yourself, and so the is May bring up a few athletes. And maybe the name continues here at BYU down the line. You never know. For sure. Josie in attendance today, of course, on the senior day, along with Danny and his family. Of course, I got to know Josie pretty well over the last few years working with the women's soccer program. And just a no better player or person to hang around and get to know and a great leader and really cool couple, Danny and Josie G., as Danny Jelilich fouls it out of play down the first baseline. One ball, one strike. To Jelly with one out and one on here in the bottom of the eighth, and BYU a sizable lead, 14 to 6. What that Mitch McIntyre single did was tie BYU's season high in hits in the game. So the season high for runs and hits have both been tied on this day against Pepperdine.
2: I'm all for breaking those season highs okay. though.
1: Danny takes ball two. Time to talk a little bit about what is coming back and who is coming back for BYU in 2022 and why the optimism is so high as we get through this Danny Jellelich at bat at two balls and a strike with one out and one on. Mitch McIntyre's at first and that's nubbed foul down the first baseline seven seniors departing and maybe one or two come back depending on how things go here in the off season with draft etc but uh, a strong core returns for coach littlewood and you and the staff
2: yeah of the seven senior seniors we plan on two of them hayden latham and mitch mcintyre coming back those are the guys that have planned on coming back next year depending on what happens in july in the draft and things like that but uh Having those guys back, those leaders back, plus everybody else. We have a couple of kids going on missions, Luke Sterner and Bittner Workman.
1: And that's a fouled off the foot. So it was into play, but the grounder hit the foot of Jelilich first. It'll be two and two with one out.
2: But then basically the whole roster, everything you see there. And so they're all going to be back, plus adding some return missionaries that will be back. There's two or three of those on the mound that are coming back. And then our 2021 class, really talented group that's coming in that uh, we're excited about. So it's, it, the future looks bright, and we're really excited about what this, this group can do next year.
1: BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade knows well of which he speaks as he and the staff formulate plans for seasons ahead. And again, this, this was a tough year in a lot of ways, but the way it ended, you know, I think about what Mike told me in the pregame. He's not ready for the season to end. It doesn't feel right right now. 2-2. And Danny rips it, uh, but Modlin of scoops course. it up again. Starts. Might get DP, but no. It'll be just one out at second. Modlin again, a diving stab at the grounder and started to turn a double play, but he could only get the first at second. As beating it down the line was Jelly to record just one out on the play. The lead runner is erased at second, Mitch McIntyre on the 5-4. Doesn't go 5-4-3 as Jelly beats it down the line, reaching on a fielder's choice. Here's the pitch for 10. And with that play. Danny Jellovich's BYU career comes to an end as he'll be replaced by pinch runner Hayden Latham. And so Danny, the senior, trots into the dugout after reaching on a fielder's choice here in the uh, bottom of the eighth inning. BYU two out and leading by eight, 14-6. Andrew Pintar will now hit as Jelly's replaced by Latham at first. Nisker to face Pintar now. Two out for BYU in the bottom of the eighth. And the Cougs lead by eight, 14-6. 14 runs, 19 hits and error. Pepperdine, six runs, 13 hits, one error as well. The 1-0 to Andrew Pintar. Penny's day today, two for three with three runs and two RBI plus two bases on balls. He has a home run, is ninth of the year. And a triple, is third of the year, tying Mitch McIntyre in that category. And Penny leading BYU in a passel of offensive categories. 2-0 the count with two out and one on. Latham at first, lifted to right. Right fielder Johnson makes the catch. Near the warning track in the right field corner. And that's eight complete here at Miller Park for BYU in the bottom of the eighth inning. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go top nine. BYU by eight. 14-6 over the Waves on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Pepperdine Wave down to their final three outs here at Miller Park. BYU 14, Pepperdine 6. Top 9, Iran Maudlin, first batter in the ninth for Pepperdine. Reed McLaughlin stays on the hill for BYU. Reed, the fourth pitcher used today. Bryce Robison, Drew Zimmerman, Sy Nielsen, and now Reed McLaughlin. Reed works on the first base side of the pitcher's rubber, delivers the 0-1, 0-2 now. So quickly ahead of Maudlin is McLaughlin, and Iran Maudlin has one last chance to extend his hit streak to six games, and has reached safely streak to to 18 games. 0 for 4 today. The 0-2 to Maudlin. High ball one. Good
2: pitch, just missed high.
1: Maudlin flew out in the first to left, grounded out six-three in the third, grounded out six-three in the fifth, and flew out to center in the seventh for his 0-for-4 today, putting his streaks in jeopardy. Was having a good series too, three-for-nine, six RBI in the first two games of this series, including a home run, and that's a backwards yes, K. It is. His streaks will end on an 0-for-5 day and a backwards K from Reed McLaughlin here to lead off the ninth inning. BYU two outs away from closing out the season with a win and setting off the seniors the right way and winning a fifth straight series against the Waves here at home and a fourth straight series on the year to end the season. And the Cougs would would end up winning five of nine WCC series this year as they would finish 15-12 and in league play. All those things in play with one out. And John Peck swinging through, strike one. Peck had a home run in the series before today. And he's got one hit on the day. Peck is one for four. Singled in the first, then struck out, grounded out twice in his next three at-bats. Oof, just missed outside. Reed wanting that, but not getting it to go to one and one against John Peck, the second baseman. Peck and Modlin at second and third made a number of really nice defensive plays for Pepperdine in this series a weekend in which their pitching just got battered and Reed goes off speed for ball two two balls and a strike, one out and no one on we're at the top of the ninth very pleasant day here in Provo final home game, final game of the 2021 season for BYU Swing and a miss from Peck for two and two. Two balls, two strikes.
2: Ah, go put them away here, Reed.
1: Stepping back in is Peck. Second on the team in runs. Coming into today. High for ball three. The count will go full with one out in the top of the ninth inning. BYU trailed 1-0 in the top of the first on a Billy Cook solo shot. But then it was time to find the Pines for the Cougs. Home run after home run. Putting the Cougars in the lead and keeping them there all day. 14-6. And that's drilled to Latham, but right out him hey, and left. That a boy. Hayden Latham, the replacement for Danny Jelilich in left field. A sinking ball to left field, but Hayden good read on it and makes the catch around his knees for out number two here in the top of the ninth inning Hayden did come in for Danny Jelowich so Danny's senior day ended after reaching on a fielder's choice was replaced by Latham as a pinch runner and the entire dugout emptied to welcome Danny in and sent him out the right way yeah
2: fantastic kid battled so many injuries this year but wanted to get back for this last weekend and was able to so
1: happy for him to be able to finish the way he did On this BYU Senior Day. As we talked about earlier, BYU also commemorated the Pepperdine seniors before the game. Having them come out of their dugout. And Pepperdine's social media made note of that fact. And really appreciated the fact that BYU took that time to make those presentations. And it's funny, I believe that uh, golf balls were among the gifts given out. And the the ball's been flying out of here like a golf ball today. No kidding, right? One and one with two out. To Justin Lutz. Lutz, the big galoot, at first base, the even count, and takes strike two. So, one ball and two strikes with two outs. I'd sure love to end Senior Day with a strikeout for Reed McLaughlin here. Come on, Reed. Come on. So, Justin Lutz on a two-for-three day. Hasn't struck out today. But he's behind Reed McLaughlin, 1 and 2. BYU 14, Pepperdine 6. The kick and fire it inside, and it caught him. Uh, I guess it did, yeah. So not only is it not a strikeout, it's an HBP putting Lutz at first base. It'll bring up the DH, Reese Alexiadas with 2 out and 1 on. And BYU leading it big, 14 to 6 here in the top of the ninth inning.
2: <coughs> oh, I barely caught
1: his forearm there.
2: Reese,
1: just the fifth-hit batsman for Reed McLaughlin in his 36th inning of work this year. Two outs and one on for Pepperdine, Reese Alexiatis. Fouls back for strike one. Alexiatis, two for three today. An RBI, a base on balls. 3.83 for the batting average leader for the Waves, Reese Alexiatis. Today's DH. The 0-1 with two out and one on for Pepperdine. Top nine here on Senior Day. Reed delivers outside away from Alexiadas for ball one. One and one. Alexiadas grounded out one three in the second. Base on ball stranded in the fourth. Singled stranded in the fifth. Singled stranded in the seventh. The one one to Alexiadas. Reed comes set. Wind up and delivery. Breaking pitch inside for ball two. Two balls and a strike to Alexiadas. Two gone. One on. The one on is Justin Lutz. Freddie plays behind him at first. Freddie Achikar on his senior day. Coming in for Cooper Vest at first base late in this one. And Freddie got a hit late in the game. And that's called strike two. So two and two. Two out.
2: Come on, Rito. Rito, go get him right here.
1: With a win, Mike Littlewood's record against Pepperdine, his personal record, will be even at 13 and 13. The Cougars would go to 10 and 5 under Mike Littlewood against the Waves here at home. With one more out. Two and two. Two out, one on. Top nine, the take, and did not get the call. Home plate umpire Denver Dubriel was unmoved by that offering from Reed McLaughlin. You wouldn't have been surprised to see him punch him out there, caught looking, but. Just missing for three balls and two strikes. The full count with two out and one on here in the top of the ninth inning. BYU 14 and Pepperdine 6. Reed McLaughlin looking to finish out Alexiadas and the Waves. The kick and fire. The chopper slow roller will go foul. Just up the third baseline. We stay 3-2. and So Alexi who had motored all the way down the first baseline, will make the slow trot back to the batter's box. On deck is Ryan Johnson. He may not be needed here. The Waves still have baseball to play, by the way. They'll go to Pacific, and they'll play where BYU was last weekend. Cougs in Stockton last week, finishing off with Pepperdine at home. And like the Stockton series at Pacific, BYU lost Thursday, then once Friday, Saturday and here against Pepperdine lost Thursday and may indeed repeat the feat, winning Friday and Saturday full count two out McLaughlin kicks and fires and that's a single to right field a four-hole single as Lutz round second goes to third Gamble comes up gunning didn't get him at third corners for two out and Ryan Johnson coming to the plate so the game is extended
2: Alexiades another multi-hit game that's all he does he just hits hits hits
1: the batting average leader showing why time and again for the Waves in this weekend series. So runners on the corners for Ryan Johnson this game 4 hours, Reggie Pardon 3 hours and 5 minutes old right now. Two out top 9, Cook still one out away from closing out the Waves. And that is hit strong to left and off the base of the wall in left field and uh, runner holding up at third not sure that he, maybe he pulled something or not Alexiades had to stop at third as Lutz comes around to score run number seven but Alexiatis will be at third and Johnson at first on a single to the base of the wall in left field with two out here in the top of the ninth inning run scores 14-7 to now the score Pepperdine scoring here in the top of the ninth still two out and Charles Messino is due up and will hit left-handed hitting Messino Righty thrower McLaughlin on the hill. Second and third. It was actually going to second on the plate. Johnson doubling to left field.
2: Alexi out is at third. Sometimes in these lopsided uh, scores, it's the har- the last out's the hardest. It's the
1: hardest sometimes. It's like, just
2: need the out, just need the out. Up seven runs, just find a way to get an out.
1: First base empty. Messino at the plate in a 14-7 game. 0-1. Two gone top nine. Kick and fire by Reed. High for ball one. One ball, one strike. For the ninth inning. BYU's lost just one time all year. 18-1 when leading into the ninth. And the Waves haven't yet won a game when trailing into the ninth. 0-21 on the year when taking a deficit into the ninth inning. They were down eight to start the inning. Down seven now. Two on and two out. Inside pitch swung on and missed by Messino. So once again to a two-strike count... With Reed McLaughlin on the hill, one pitch away from ending this one.
2: He's gotten to two strikes to the last three hitters. He just wasn't able to get that last one. He had a couple of close ones he thought he was going to have for called strikeouts, but uh, didn't happen.
1: A hitless day for Charles Messino today. 0 for 4, including three ground outs. One ball, two strikes, two out, two on. First base empty. Alexi Addis at third, Johnson at second. That's a chopper that Penny ranges to his left to handle the underhand. Scoop to Freddie at your car. That is your ball game. That's your 2021 season for BYU and it ends in a winning way over the waves of Pepperdine. The final score, BYU 14 and the Pepperdine, Pepperdine waves 7. Senior day, a successful Saturday here at Miller Park. BYU season high tying 14 runs, season high tying 19 hits, 14 to 7 your final. Post game coverage starts next here on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.